Okay, here we go. So, I saw you adding a few things to the list in the last few seconds, including something that was already there. But uh, let's... Uh, Where? Uh, Turkey Earthquake. Where? It was the first... Oh, it's uh, oh, you put it all the way up to Monday. I didn't see it until today. Okay, well, I, I was like, gee, that's weird. It's not there. Okay, well, I see it's Monday. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, okay, so... Is your is your brain dead for the week? I've been doing a lot. Yeah. Okay. okay. Shall we start? Sure. Here we go. Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Saturday, February 11th, 2023. It is uh, 3.11 UTC as we're getting to start. I am Sam Minter and Yvonne Bo is back with us again this week. Hello, Yvonne. As we do the predictable normal silence at the beginning and of the show. Hello! <laughs> uh, yes. Anyway. I mean, that's been, yeah. Anyway, so uh, we have once again decided to just alternate picking topics between me and Yvonne for the whole show rather than trying to actually plan anything, think about anything, come up with themes, because that is the quality of show we are. It's we're a high quality show. <laughs> I mean, we are, you know, uh, you know, I mean, there's the possibility we're not tech non-tech there's we're not not, i mean we're not streaming white noise yeah how long are you going to bring up this white noise thing probably as long as i've kept bringing up the the death of fidel castro okay so about like 30 years (laughs) basically you know he's still dead right he's still dead and and you know i still haven't made that video of the lego box sitting there for 10 hours straight Right. You know, so I, I better get to it, I guess. Yes. Indeed. And no shortcuts. No, like. Right. No, like taking like a picture and just no. stretching it to like 10 hours. No. no that wouldn't be right. fair. No. 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 Anyway, so we're we're, we're going to alternate topics as we go. The one thing I'm going to say right up front, this is not a topic, but, you know. I mean, how do you want me to not? Listen, we do this. We've done this for 15 years, 17. I mean, if you add the radio time, 17, Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. We're getting beaten by white noise. Oh, God. Enough. We're literally, we're literally, how do you want me to forget this? We're literally getting beaten by <laughs> for an hour. Yes. Yes. Anyway, I don't know. We have, we have to come up with like yeah, a, a, a more interesting version of that idea. I, I was going to suggest that we do the show with you naked and covered in honey, but it's not uh, a video podcast, so that won't help. I don't think it would help if it was a video podcast, actually. I think that would scare people away. 
Well, it was just a suggestion. I didn't say it was a good one. <laughs> anyway, 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 we should. The one thing I was going to say was just because I, I thought it was amusing, but it probably isn't. You know, you know how sometimes my son Alex comes and interrupts in the middle of the show. So my yes. strategy today, and, and and sometimes they're minor, and I edited them out. Sometimes he comes what, and you're going to get a cattle prod. We're gonna no, or you 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 got a taser. The the my recent strategy has been to start a movie right before we start recording, okay. but the problem is our shows typically go around two hours, and most movies are actually a little bit under two hours. Ah, yeah, you know, nice. like a, a lot of like. Well, then you need to put longer movies on. Exactly. So, so, listen, for example, I mean, The Godfather is longer than two. Yeah, but he, he Scarface. Yes, yes. Uh, he he did I mean, not like the how Godfather. Old is he, when how? We, he did not like The Godfather when we watched it. I, how, how old is he? He is thirteen. I mean, I watched Scarface. Sure, by thirteen. Yeah, I did. Right? Yeah, he. I, I'm Probably not sure that's funny. Kind of content. Just, well, you know, you know I, I watched The Godfather with him. He didn't like it, but he was fine with it. It was not like... So I'll tell you what I just did. The movie I started for him, because it is nearly two and a half hours long, was Minority Report. Oh, that's a good movie. I, I, and I figured it would be one he liked. I, it is PG-13 and he's 13. I don't anticipate any problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, not, and I know, warned yeah. him there would be like some stuff with eyeballs that might be fun. Or yeah, that not. part. Yeah, but you know. Anyway, so I I set him up with that, and and you know, I I, mean, I don't know, I, and I've seen it before, so I'm not worried about missing it while he watches it. So. No, and it's a good movie. Yeah, I figure he'll like it. So I, I will report back later if he has not watched it. I mean, I I mean, I got to say that that's a movie that the one thing is that, and I've I've mentioned this before, mm-hmm. the special effects of that movie still like hold up and the movie's been around like yeah and see see the thing is like with with the short movies with the short movies we'll be like partway through the podcast and he'll like storm in here and start trying to do something on his computer and blah 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 and sometimes he'll be quiet sometimes he won't and blah 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 but this way like unless we go super long we'll be done before the movie's over right so there you go. Anyway, does that count as a thing? Does that count as a review of Minority Report? By the way, I liked Minority Report, and I actually liked the TV series that was a sequel to it as well, even though it got canceled after not too long. And, like, you know, I think it ended on a cliffhanger. But whatever. I liked the TV show, too. It, it, it's, Jesus Christ, it's 21 years old already, yes. Minority Report. Wow. Yes. Okay. I, he actually asked me when I started it for him. He's like it said. The description says this takes place in the near future. How far ahead? This was like two thousand one. It's been twenty some years. How far does it have to be before it's not near future anymore? And then he came up to tell me after I'd started it and run upstairs that actually it says it's set in two thousand fifty something. So it's at least it's still in the future, right? You know, unlike it's, back. I, I saw twenty fifty four. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, I mean, the one thing is that at least even in that movie, what they posed to the future is still stuff, a lot of stuff technology-wise that we have not accomplished. Although and they made will, it look slick. Although I will say, like I was just watching um, a few days ago, Frontline had something in their last season. So it was mm-hmm. like last year sometime on um, 
various police efforts to use machine learning to inform what they're doing. They, they call mm-hmm. it predictive policing. And they referenced Minority Report. Uh, but, uh-huh. you know, it, it's a lot of like ML models that sort of predict where future crime is going to happen or even yeah. who is likely to do the future crime based on past patterns. But guess what? Surprise, shock. It's incredibly biased. <laughs> because, you know, hey, here's the thing. If you try to predict future arrests based on past arrests and past arrests are incredibly are racist biased. and biased, right. then the future that, predictions will, will be right. too. And right. and yeah. so, you know, basically yeah. they found out that, you know, these algorithms for the most part <laughs> are, are extremely just, racist, <laughs> are, yes, are, are extremely racist and target black minority poor neighborhoods etc 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 and you know and lots of police departments are still using them and doubling down and investing on them anyway yeah. but they have massive problems and they've they've tried various things to correct for this but for the most part they haven't worked yet um because really to to avoid some of these bias problems you have to not base your results on on historical results, but, Correct. but it, on historical records, but actually do something where you're examining random samples in that you know are unbiased and making judgments based on those. But the problem is with this kind of thing, it's almost impossible to get a sample that's unbiased, you know, and right. and you can't do a random sample like, hey, let's just randomly choose one percent of people to arrest every week and see what happens. You know, you can't do that. So. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so uh, so the people are tr- are trying to do the minority report stuff, but it sucks. It doesn't work, I, and and yeah, it, it's and and there are ethical reasons why you shouldn't do it anyway, right? Like you're not gonna go after right. somebody because they might do something in the future. That's just right. no, that's not okay. Right? No, no, anyway. that's not yeah, anyway. Anyway, anyway, so that I guess uh, I guess topic one for me. Uh, was minority report and minority report related ish things. So what's yours? Right. Sam, we're old. I mean, you you just had a birthday last week. I I said congrats I said happy birthday to you on the podcast, but happy birthday to you in person now. You know, I, 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 we are we're I'm well past the Brimley line. Mm-hmm. For those of you not familiar uh with the Brimley line, the Brimley line defines, uh, you know, the Bobit uh, in Cocoon when Wilford Brimley played a retired 70-something-year-old 70 70 something, even though he was apparently 50. You know another 50, line you've passed? One. That I, I've, I, there's uh, an account I follow that tracks this one. As, yeah. Uh, you were born closer to World War II than today. Uh, shit. Shit. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, fuck. By a lot, actually. By a lot right now, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well. Um, Hell, actually, actually, we can go further than that. Yeah, the, the, the Brimley born- Cocoon line right now yes. is uh, is uh, November 4th, uh, May 18th, 1972. So if you were born before that, um, 
you know, you would be, you know, that's the Brimley line right there. I mm-hmm. am about a year and a half, a little past that at this point. Um, you know, I, 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 <laughs> we're getting old, man. I mean, this is serious. <laughs> and it's irreversible. It's hard uh, to tell. Y- y- yes, as far as we know. You know, it's it's just that I'm looking at things now and all of a sudden, oh, yeah, you know, that was like, you know, 20 years ago. We got invited to our 30th uh, graduate 30th anniversary for for graduation, which you sent out some notes, but you didn't actually say whether you wanted to go or not. I don't think I'll. Go. by the way, I don't think I'll go. Yeah, I know that you, I, I think that's your, your think I go. So what do I got to like, what? Do I got to pressure you into going? Is that what it is? Uh, is I don't know. I, I mean, just, it doesn't, know, it doesn't we'll see some people. Maybe. I don't know. Talk to, we already chatted with two people. I think of and said, hey, get your ass over here. It'll be great. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Go to a radio station. Maybe we can ask for some airtime. Well, actually, I was thinking I the, the WRCT, the station that this that we started this show on as a actual radio show uh, back in the early '90s, uh, recently posted their spring schedule, and I noticed it had some gaps in it. Yeah, and it does. I, I, I thought about emailing the program director and saying, "Hey, if you ever have some gaps, you need to feel fill." Feel free to just use our show. I saw gaps. I'm like, but man, we were on 24 hours. I mean, what the fuck was that? <laughs> the hell? Lazy fucking, what is wrong with these fucking lazy students? Not only gaps, but they're, of the areas that aren't gaps, there's some things that are like network produced shows. That's opposed- right. I saw like fucking Democracy Now shit on there. I'm like, what the hell, man? Yeah, exactly. So they they could use our show. I I was like, what the hell? Now these guys are like, you know, we were like, I will say more center than, than, but we were more, we were more center than some of uh, uh, our cohorts at at WRCT. So yeah, they were like more left leaning than we were. We we were also Uh, probably more center than we are now. Yes, indeed. We probably are. Yes. I think that we were, you know, at at the time. Yes. Um, So, you know, it, it, but yeah, I, 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 I'm just, you know, it, 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 I mean, it's, we might have to swear oh, less if we were actually going to be on the radio. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> if somebody with a fucking beat button over there could just bleep me like, you know, every, for sure they have the fucking bleepy thing. Uh huh. I, I, I'm just, you know, um, so but yeah, I, I, it's just you know um, a, a lot of stuff. I, I, I went to uh, I went to dinner with uh, a, a friend of mine. Um, yeah, uh, d- 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 earlier tonight, uh, she uh, she went she would work with me at HP, um, and uh, we, she had been able to go to my my birthday dinner. That we uh, I did a little dinner like last last Saturday. And she couldn't go because she was out with some friends. And then so I, I had M- Manu and Juana were doing this uh, uh, 
they, there was a, a a mom son bowling night. Okay, so okay. they went bowling. Uh, Sam, uh, my, my son seemed to have enjoyed the bowling because I know okay. he was on his iPad playing a, his bowling game. I've taken him before. Okay, he likes bowling. Okay, so he went to do the bowling, and uh, it, 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 her husband is going to take. Her daughter to a gymnastics class, so we we decided to to go and like meet for dinner. And I'm realizing that you know we're talking about shit and what the hell it happened or whatever. And um, you know, it's it's so 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 long ago. I mean, and I had my phone on like her birthday. Uh, I guess my phone knows her birthday. You know how to put those? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Memories of like pictures or whatever, whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so I put together one that I, I sent her. Hey, my phone had all these pictures like dating back, and her and her her her, her daughter and son were looking at the pictures. Is that you? <laughs> so I'm like, yes, that's me. Damn it! Shut up. <laughs> you know, is that mm. you? Yep. Now I will say that for whatever the hell damn reason, okay, uh, like when we were at my dinner, uh, uh. You know, we had pulled out a picture. One of the people that was at dinner with uh, with us was the person who, well, I guess, well, I didn't have a wedding, but I, I guess he's my best man. But there was nobody else at the wedding. Okay, he's a guy that is my friend, uh, who happens to be my boss's boss as well right now. Uh, that he was at my wedding. Okay, and pulled out a picture, was showing it to somebody else who works with us at the you know, dinner. You know, and the one thing that was the remark was like, hell. Everybody isn't unrecognizable except Ivan, who looks the same. Uh huh. So I guess that's not that bad. My hairline, for some reason, still like holds up in some way. Uh, but uh, but but I, I I'm like, but you, but yeah, you look at the picture, and everybody is drastically different. Not that they look bad right now, just twenty, you know, almost twenty years. I guess does that to most people, but it, you know. There's another thing. I, I I look at old pictures. I I I I, dr- I I dress with a lot of the same similar type clothes. I don't I don't I don't I don't cut my hair that different. Um, uh, but uh, I, but man, it, look, I had to help my friend get out of the car today because this is a thing that uh, I have. I have a sedan. Okay. You have a lot of people right now that are not used to sitting down in sedans. Okay, I don't know if you've noticed this. No, probably not because you don't you don't get out that much. But one thing that I've noticed is that so many people are used to SUVs, which are high up to get up and and get back down. That from an SUV, it may be more difficult to uh, slightly difficult to get up in the car, but to get out, you're going down. Right. Okay. So it's slightly easier to just hop down. Now, when you're in a sedan, right, you're low, and my car is rel- pretty low. It's all such she's trying to get out of the car. Now, granted, she had about five months ago. Uh, she fractured her her ankle. Okay, uh-huh. a very athletic person. She fractured her ankle, so she's still in recovery for that. But what I said is that I had to actually help her out of the car. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is how old we are now that I have to, at this point, I have to start helping you get the fuck out of the car. So we were laughing about this. This is the stage. This is the stage where we're at right now. 
Right. We, I, I, I mean, we, I, the two weeks ago, I needed help from my wife to get out of the bed because I did these exercises that hurt so much that I could not get out of bed. She actually had to push me off. She had to push me from behind for me to be able to get off the bed. That's nice. This is terrible. Okay. We should move on. Anyway. I will say one more thing. I noted earlier that you were well past being being born closer to World War II than today. Correct. But you are only a few months away from being closer to World War I than today. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> what? <laughs> right now, the midpoint between... Wait, World War II, three... World War three. No. One. Right. One, no, no, World War ended. Uh, was started ended, 1914. No, no. When ended, it, it ended ele- November 11th, 1918. The midpoint... I was going to say between, 19, but okay, 1918, yeah. And the midpoint between that and today is December 26, 1970. And so... Shit! In a few months, shit, that'll pass your birthday. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sakes! Okay then. Well, in other news, in other okay. news, is it is it my turn or should we take a we yeah? It's a your break it's or my your, turn or what? I it's don't your know. Fucking turn at this point. <laughs> okay. Um. Let, let's switch to things that are actually somewhat newsy, I guess. Um, let's do, um, let's do Twitter stuff. There, there, was okay. a, there were a few Twitter things. Um, so I went on a rant last week about, uh, Twitter, uh, getting rid of their free API tier. They've delayed yeah. that a little bit. Um, but, uh, they, they have announced their new pricing. There is a new free tier. There is a whatever, but anybody would have to be nuts to spend any significant time doing anything based on that because it just changes randomly on a whim day by day. Um, and more people are leaving, but also we had two other things besides that happening. They had an outage this last week. It was only for a few hours. It's not like it was down forever, but did, did we, and and there was a house hearing on them. So let's talk about the outage first. Did we ever get a definitive reason? There were people joking. It was because they I, turned off I, their own access I, to the I, API, I, but I think I that read, wasn't actually it. I read that somebody, so there, there is this file, this log file mm-hmm. that, uh, that reads that 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 supposedly like is the one that that measures um because the error that people were getting is that they had exceeded their 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 their, quota or whatever and somebody set it to zero yeah there is a limit file that somebody was like they either deleted it or loaded the wrong one or something okay they said it so that you you nobody could tweet more than zero tweets zero. per day. Yeah, where normally yeah, that yeah, number yeah. was like thousands or something. Right, and so that that I think that's that's what I understood uh, happened. And, um, and one possibility, by the way, is there apparently Twitter is also rolling out potential limits if you are not a blue customer that are much lower than they were in the previous regime. Uh, I, I saw that 
and again, it's hard to tell what's a real Twitter announcement versus what's a rumor. The rumor was if you didn't have Twitter blue, you'd be limited to something like 20 tweets a day. I, I listen, I really that that I I hope they keep doing shit like this. I mean, look, it, 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 this week it, it became public that um, for whatever reason, you know, Elon is getting frustrated that apparently his tweets aren't getting <laughs> yes, yes. as many views as they had been getting. Yes. And so, you know, there was a meeting, they were explaining this to him, and it's like, well, look, look, the data is correct. I mean, it's just, you know, people are getting bored with your shit. They showed like a Google Trends report as well that showed searches for him peaking a few months ago and then dropping again right. and saying it all makes sense, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so he fired the person and, who said that. And so he fired the person that gave the bad news. I mean, it, it, you know, uh, I, I mean, this is just so ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I mean, because, of course, something must be wrong with the system if he's getting less views. Right. There's no other I mean, possible explanation. Right. Now, um, you know, I have not seen like a real confirmation whether this is absolutely true. I mean, I, I, I know that, that, that I know that, that um, you know, Somebody, somebody had shared what was uh, supposedly a tweet by that employee. Yeah, um, and I shared that, but then later on, it turns out that the person who said that is like known to be a jokester, and he never worked at Twitter. So I, I, I unshared right. that because it was like, okay, that does not appear to be real. That doesn't appear to be real. Um, but you know, there there are a few sources that co- that, that that reported on this. So I'm, yeah. I'm 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 inclined to believe that. Although, it, although I think this was one real. of those things where one place actually reported it, and then other places reported that the first place reported it. Um. Okay, and that and that's possible, but um. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the place that I'm looking at that had this original one, which is a place that you know was done very good reporting on this stuff is the verge mm-hmm. um and, and they're they were you know they were talking about this uh well and the uh, thing is that the- why are his engagement number tank numbers tanking uh was the question and he said this is ridiculous i have more than 100 million followers and i'm only getting tens of thousands of impressions well, okay here, here's the thing too <laughs> That this is what people have been saying anyway. And once he turned on view counts, everybody could see it. Like experts who looked into this were already saying it before he even took over Twitter, that the way the algorithms work, you know, they don't show it. Nobody should come in with an expectation that says I have a thousand followlers. Therefore, when I tweet something, a thousand people will see it. That's just yeah, not, not how even it works. Close. Um, yeah, it's it's like a small percentage of that. And even with, you know, purely algorithmic feed that concentrate at purely non-algorithm, 
pure chronological feed, even with a pure chronological feed that just showed you who you were subscribed to, that still wouldn't be true most of the time because lots of people don't log in every day. Lots of people, when they do log in, don't catch up on everything since the last time they were in. And when you add in the algorithmic stuff that shows you yeah, what it thinks you want. It's not even chronological. So. Yeah. yeah. So right. no, the, nobody should even come in there with an expectation close to that. But once he turned on view counts, everybody could see how few impressions things were already getting. And I wanted, I want to say one additional thing too. It, it, it made it more obvious. You could see this stuff before. Twitter had an analytics thing that you, you could go to analytics.twitter.com and see detailed stats on every single tweet. And even within the Twitter app, you could click through into a tweet and see more information on it. So this information was available before. It just wasn't as visible before. Um, and, and now everybody could see it and see, oh, you know, I have however many followers, but I tweeted this thing and five people saw it. So what am I doing here? And it's just Elon saw it for himself and right. amplified apparently like because he complained about it and threw a little fit. Now everybody knows that. And so it's all just self-destructive. Like it's, and he, yes, he's, he's just an idiot. I mean, I, I just don't know what else to say. And, and I, and I mean, his whole thing is seriously, what it, it he, he, I mean, he really bought Twitter. It's very clear, just because he wanted to be seen more. I guess. I mean, that's that's it, right? I mean, this is it. Nothing else. Well, and I guess the question is, like, since he's busy destroying its value and its profitability and everything else like that. Although apparently he is getting more of the like my pillow type of advertisers are coming towards it um, oh, while everybody yeah, else is running away. Um, Can I just say yes. something that that is not a profitable mark. That is not profitable. It, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, it, you know, there is data that we've known for like uh, at Fox, this is something that happened really seriously with a whole bunch of these programs that went like that bad MAGA that when, when all your advertisers were just that shit, Okay, the programs themselves weren't making money, especially from the advertising now, because Fox has a lot of subscribers and they they collect fees from other things, whatever. Their only profit isn't from that. But but what it meant is that you're carrying this as a loss leader. Basically, mm -hmm. this was not a profitable program to carry. You could do a lot of other things that were more profitable with the time. And it, it and it's not this. This is not a fucking profitable business model. Well, and the whole thing with that is again, if Elon's main thing is he just wanted to be seen and heard more and blah 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 blah, if he's willing to spend a shitload of his own money each quarter like throwing into this thing in order to pay the debt and stuff, I guess he can, right? Like he can go until he's not a billionaire anymore. I mean, sure. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 up that's that's a brilliant plan, I guess. I, I, I mean, it, 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 yeah. I mean, look, Tesla is not doing badly because Tesla was doing badly several years ago. Okay, Tesla nearly went bankrupt mm -hmm. by his own admission. Um, 
even with a whole bunch of capital requirements that Tesla has had and other faux pas that they have, you know, self-inflicted problems and increased competition, it's it's not doing terribly. Uh, I, I do think that they have a really complicated out future outlook, but but they are they are. I mean, you know, they're a company with sales in this, you know, 60, 70 billion dollar range and with some operating cash flow into several billion dollars a year. Now, he's not the sole owner of Tesla. Right. OK. Uh, and, and it's not like they're they, they have an ability to pay him dividends. But at least like at this point, there has been a recovery. And I, and I love how, oh, look, Tesla rallied 60 percent. And I'm like, OK, clowns, it was down 80 percent. And so that 60 percent meant that it only recovered like maybe like about 15 percent of the loss before. So, you know, that that's just ridiculous. OK, so, yes, Tesla stock is a little it is back up some because they reported uh, some earnings. So. But so so he still has, you know, significant assets and other stuff. But the one thing that his issue has been repeatedly is that he has a lot of assets, but he doesn't have a lot of cash. Okay, right. So it it really, you know, can he manage it? Yeah, but it's 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 complicated. Okay, it's very complicated for him right now. It really is straining on him to have to basically dole out several billion dollars in cash a year to you know just to run this thing because that's what it's turning into hmm. there is no way that the revenue that he has gained from any of these initiatives compensates for the four billion that he 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 lost in revenue okay since he took over at this point um and just the the debt load that he assumed and how much that's costing him um and yeah, from, yeah. and from all reports the experience over there keeps degrading now right i haven't been over there since they turned off the third party clients except to like post messages about where i am on mastodon instead um but you keep hearing about how people who are still going there regularly the 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 advertisements are more and less quality like more advertisements, but lower quality advertisements. Uh, the the there there glitches in the behavior more and more often. I mean, we had like the the multi hour outage this week, but even when it's up, apparently things are just glitchy and not always working right, and blah blah blah. Of course, you got rid of the third party clients with with all the shenanigans with the API, even though they are leaving on a free tier at this point. Uh, lots of the the helpful robot traffic is leaving or gone or degraded. Um, you know, th- this is anything from like the 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 joke accounts and the things that post cute animals to things that automatically post traffic conditions and things like that. Like some of them will stick around, some of them won't. Now that he reversed himself, and you can, I forget what the limit is, but there's some number of tweets you can post for free before they start charging you. Although you still can't read. You have to pay for reading from Twitter. You can only tweet without it. Anyway, uh, and all this kind of stuff. So I don't know. Uh, I mean, I still think like we, in our prediction show, we both said Twitter will still be around. It'll still be relevant at the end of the year. I still think that's true, but 
it's it fully appears to still be on a downward trend, right? I mean, yeah, it, it's oh, oh, totally. I mean, all the data that's what it indicates. Now, it's not a sudden death, but it's it, it's it's bleeding hard. Okay, yeah. that's for sure. It, it, it's it's bleeding. It's not you know. It, it, it's not you know. It's not bleeding that it's going to die tomorrow, but it's bleeding. And they they and he's not being able to stop it, and he's frustrated. Mm-hmm. I mean, this whole bullshit with his views and things. I mean, that that's just so ridiculous. I mean, just just you know. Uh, oh. So, you know, I'm tempted to move into some Mastodon stuff, but let's leave that out. We'll do that some other week. The other Twitter well, thing. Gonna, app, yeah, go yeah, ahead. There, other is, Twitter is, the, thing. is the other Twitter. No, no, no. If we're on Twitter, let's keep going on Twitter. Yeah, yes. yeah. The other Twitter thing is there were House hearings this week on Twitter's treatment of the Hunter Biden story with his laptop. Did that go well? How did that go for the Republicans? <laughs> well, for for any observer who was not already uh, completely in the tank for the Republican version of the story, it was a disaster. Because, <laughs> because on their questioning of the Twitter employees involved, so first of all, on their straight up questioning about the Hunter Biden story and everything else, they were able to consistently and rationally and calmly explain exactly what they did and why, and and that they were oh wait and really that, because and that the government uh, wow. was not involved in pressuring them in any way. But here are the guidelines, blah 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 blah, and basically able to give rational answers to everything that was coming up. Uh, you know, no matter how much the Republicans in question were going nuts and pounding on the table, and uh, in I was it was it um, was it Bobert or MTG? I forget one of them who was complaining about her own account being shut down, and it's like, well, be, it's because they're and. and then the Democrat asked, well, why did you shut down their account? And they're like, well, because she was consistently posting COVID information, COVID misinformation, COVID misinformation and violating our policy. She was warned multiple times. She did not stop. And so we shut her down. You know, it was that kind of thing over and over and over again, where it's like, yeah, we did what we did. Here are the guidelines that were violated. Here was our thought process. Here's what we did and and you know we admit we admit we made a mistake on the hunt and hunter biden situation in terms of the degree to which we censored it because they did um but it was reversed like 24 hours later and the, the the story still just got lots of play so basically they were able to give good answers to every question they were asked and then the democrats asked questions that revealed that hey, you know who who actually was pressuring Twitter, Donald Trump and the White House. The White House was repeatedly asking they they asked them to take down something by Chrissy Teigen, uh, insulting the president. I forget exactly what she said. It's swear words were involved. Um, as one example, there were there were other examples too, and they pointed out that what you could actually see if you examine the pattern, is Twitter bending over backwards not to enforce against Donald Trump and other Republicans because they were repeatedly violating the Twitter rules over and over and over again. And Twitter was 
you know, like we don't want to appear biased. So we're going to give them another chance over and over and over again. That's the bias that was really happening. Amazing. So let me get this straight. So, so they weren't, um, shadow banning them. Oh, they oh no, like they, they, som- they sometimes were shadow banning just to be clear that that was a standard moderation policy of you reducing visibility on content that was potentially violated. No, no, no. But, rule. but in the case of what they were, no, but, but what, what, what I'm saying is that in the case of some of these high profile cases where they were saying yes. that, 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 that Twitter was, uh, you know, uh, you know, being more favorable to Democrats and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. The reality like, was they, they, it was completely the opposite. What what conservatives call shadow banning is a standard practice to reduce visibility on things that may be problematic. However, anybody who's done an unbiased review of this actually shows it happening to left-wing people more often than right-wing people on Twitter. Uh, and, and apparently some of the testimony we've got is like all of this stuff, like th- Twitter was basically afraid of offending Republicans. And so they gave Republicans a lot of extra chances that they didn't necessarily give Democrats. And and that includes the extreme wings as well, like extreme MAGA versus like extreme left wing folks. Same thing. And so, yeah, like, look, the, the bottom line is... As we've said over and over again, Twitter, I hate to use this term, but they were doing their best. They were trying to do the right thing. And they were trying to be as even-handed as possible. And in cases where they were accused of not being even-handed, they actually responded to that by biasing towards the people who were yelling at them. So, so let me see the, the, now the, I, I will say, however, I will, the, I will the, say, however, for, from the Republican committee point of view, none, as usual, none of this matters because the stuff that looks bad for them won't show up on Fox news and the other places where these people, you know, travel and get their news. So no. you won't get this if you sat there and watched the hearings, which I didn't, by the way, I watched some summaries, blah, blah, blah. But if if you you would get a very different impression than if you watched the Fox News coverage of this, for instance. Yeah, no kidding. Really? Yeah. Jeez, and and um, by the way, uh, I was looking up yeah. what uh, because I couldn't remember the exact insult that Chrissy Teigen yeah. had, uh, 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 had said to Trump It is. I don't know. Uh, something about it was a reply to some tweet from Trump that I can't find even that one, but I'm, I'm look, I'm not even looking at Twitter. I'm looking at a news story about this and Chrissy Teigen, uh, answered, LOL. What a pussy ass bitched tagged everyone. What, but me an honor, Mr. President. I, I, I think there may have been more than one then. Cause that's not the one I, heard. there's more than one, but this is the one that was, um, the one that, that, that he was like, uh, 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 the insult that made him go nuts mm-hmm. was called. That's the one that it got calling him a uh, uh, 
uh, guys, it, because it started guys like boring musician Ad John Legend and his filthy mouth wife are ta- are are talking now about how great it is. But I didn't see them around when we needed help getting it passed, and that's the one that 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 he you know he tagged her husband, but not her, and that's where she replied, "LOL, what a pussy ass bitch." Okay, tracked everyone but me and honor Mr. President. Um. Uh, you know, uh, so I mean, apparently he really didn't like being called a pussy ass bitch. I guess not. Um, but, 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 you know, he is. Anyway, the, the hearings went how they went. There'll be, there'll be more of these things all the time. Um, I saw one, one commentator saying, you know, basically you have the Democrats finally learned how to, you know, own the conservatives the same way they've been owning the libs, or I guess own the cons, the same way they've been owning the libs uh, by sort of doing these performative things like this. And, and, you know, they also brought up Biden at the state of the union, like making the Republicans fall into promising not to play with social security and stuff. You know, I I, I don't know. Um, Yeah. Anyway, Twitter is Twitter. There was something else yeah. I was going to say, but I forgot. So about, I don't know what I was going to say. I don't know. Like you mentioned, you said we're old. So I'm, I'm playing <laughs> the part. I forgot what I was going to say. There was another Twitter thing that was in my head. And then we talked about something else and now it's gone. I don't know. It was something. Other, other Twitter thing. I mean, we had the outage. We had the, we had the hearings. We had the, uh, what should I call it? It might Outage, have been something else hearing. about the hearing. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Let's call Twitter done. <laughs> and okay. it's your turn for your second. And then we'll take a break after your next one. Uh, so um, <clears throat> I got into some discussion regarding section, the whole section 230. Okay. Thing. Um, yeah. And SCOTUS case coming soon, as we were informed and, and what, by Bruce, and, our listener. And one of the things is that the actual case is on, on a pretty narrow uh, section about it related to uh, large tech companies. Yeah, um, it, it's actually a Google case about uh, about links to stuff about promoting terrorism, right? Right. Um, and so it's very relatively narrow and specific, but, you know. And that goes to my prediction, by the way, that whatever the Supreme Court does, I think they'll try to tailor it as narrowly as they possibly can. Yeah, and that, that and that's the thing. The case seems to be very narrow in nature itself. Um, but one thing is that I, I keep seeing people talking about Section 230, but not really understanding what the hell it is. And this is even people that uh, supposedly should know better. And one of the things that I was reading some arguments from people saying how striking it would say, um, cause, uh, say that, you, the, you know, say we put a comment section on our, on our curmudgeon's corner, uh, yeah. Podcast page. Yes. How, Oh my God, it would throw us all out of, we couldn't do it. 
that nobody would would do such a thing, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I went and I pulled it up to, because, I, I mean, I remember some of it, not, but not by reading directly to text. So I went, I, I decided, let me pull this thing up again, because I, I'm, I'm, you know, what I'm remembering about what the legal protection in here is, and what people are hyperventilating about is, is, is not, they're not, <clears throat> they're not correct. Okay. And so I went and I pulled it, okay, and I'm looking at the section specifically related to this, which is protection for Good Samaritan blocking and screening of offensive material, okay? Treatment of publisher or speaker, okay, section one. This is directly from the law. No provider or user of an interactive computer service should be treated as a publisher, and this is the, the key here, um, or speaker of any information provided by another information content provider. No provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be held liable on account of any action taken voluntarily in good faith to restrict access or to availability of material that the provider or user considered to be obscene, lewd, lascivious, blah, blah, blah. The second is any action taken to enable or to make available to information content providers or others the technical means to restrict the access to the material. But but the first part is really the most important part, um, which is no provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speaker of any information provided by another. Okay, um, and I, I think that that's that's the part where people all get twisted about this. Um, well, if you take away that protection, then you know nobody will do anything. And I think that's just bullshit. I, I really, this is, somebody discussion was equating it to the same arguments that the auto industry used to make to avoid, try to avoid liability for what happened with our cars. Oh, it's the driver. It's just the driver. It's not us. Uh-huh. It's the driver. And I really think that the problem here is that because so many of these companies are doing all of this stuff that we were just talking about before in terms of moderating, banning, pushing, whatever, man, it really turns them into fucking publishers. Yeah. It really does. And they're using this to avoid that liability, I, I think they're, they're. I think you're right to a large degree, especially the large publishers. I, I mean, and by publishers, I mean Facebook, I mean Twitter, I mean the big guys, right? But folks that are a lot smaller, like Wikipedia and others, are still very concerned about this because you're right; it won't make it so people won't do anything. But depending on how the court decides to do stuff in detail. It could significantly add to the burden required of somebody doing something. Oh, like hell yes. And, and, here, and you know what? And wait, but, but you know what? But, but wait, wait. But, but that's the part. It does add to the burden. But here's the thing. Yes. Here's the thing. If you add to the burden, you end up doing, it, 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 just like a lot of regulation, if done wrongly, 
um, will add to the burden in such a way that the big companies can swallow the cost and deal with it and do something. I don't buy but, that. But shit. you put small companies out of business. I, or I, don't, I, I, I don't buy that shit. I, I think that that's a red herring. I'll buy that shit. That's the argument that everybody keeps telling me about this. You know, it, it, I, I'll, you know what I was thinking, the equivalent of. You know, 30, 40 years ago, 30 years ago, apparently it was, okay, because we're old. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were on radio, WRCT, yes, and we had this damn radio station, okay? And we had to follow these rules because we were the publishers of this content. Did we go and not put people on the air when they called on the phone? No, you had a thing to bleep them. Ah, that's right. We had a seven-second delay. And we had a bleep and somebody had to monitor it in order to make sure that we were doing proper control of the content that was going out in the air. And also we vetted who the hell was getting on the air. One of the things that tech companies do right now is, you know, everybody keeps talking about bots, but why the fuck do we have the damn bots on these services? Because nobody authenticates who the fuck creates an account. Yes, because they want to grow, grow, grow as fast as they can. And it's not in their interest to add friction like verification. Exactly. And, you know, so they don't want that. And so they do it in a way that really makes that you have more fucking bots. And and you know what the thing is that all of these people don't consider is the fucking harassment. Mm-hmm. that we have right now a big source of it is this fucking anonymity yeah that is although, everybody is entitled to go out there and man talk to women that are online yeah you, 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 white guy. you have to be really careful about real name policies and stuff too facebook tried that got into some trouble listen no and, no, and no, no no there, no no there's a difference there's a difference between real name and authenticating who the hell has an account with you well, the thing, because the thing there's got to be trackability because there is a thing of like, for example, I yeah. could get a phone line and I could block my caller ID. Now, somebody could go with a legal action, go uncover who the hell it is. Well, and, and, that's, right? and that's exactly the concern for but, requiring that. But wait, here's the thing. The, the, the case that people bring in in that particular case is the activist in a repressive country. Because if you require okay, the authentication, the then they're, they're, they, the, the repressive government can legally get their information and go after it. You know something? The U.S. Uh, US law, we can't really worry about that because in those countries, they, listen, the fuck are we worried about what the hell they're doing in China with this? In China, they restrict all of these fucking services. They only let them use the ones that they have, <coughs> and they monitor and follow everybody on those fucking services. Well, yeah, but there are a lot of countries that these services are in, but that are still don't follow the standards that we okay, would and the, have the people. Problem, could... Yeah, yeah, but here's the problem. The problem is that for you to give those people a platform, what you're doing is enabling all of this. You know, you're fixing that problem. By creating an even bigger problem. The point is, you have because to the think problem about of all. online harassment, the problem, the problem of online harassment, 
is ridiculous. Sam. But people have also people done, get uh, on. Let me just say this: people have also done studies that if you force people to use their real names but still have it online, but it, that it, it barely reduces anything. It may be a little it, bit, it, but it, people it, will harass under their that, real names. Uh, listen, too. there is a, there there is okay. There is a difference between their real names on authentic accounts. Okay, because I'm not saying that you have to have the, your real name. But here's the one thing that. I do think that it does reduce it. Here's the one thing. We've never done it, Sam. What the hell? What are you talking about? Well, the studies. What studies? On what? On what platform? What mass platform do we have? No, they do, it, they do it in little toy they, environments. Using, that's that's, that's, like, bu- that's bullshit. And- that's, compl- that's, 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 that's garbage. It's bullshit. That's not real. Okay? That's not real. And, and so, it, but here's the one thing. It's the one thing about liability going back to who the person is that's doing it, okay? Because the one thing is that with all these cases that I've seen with stalking and harassment, especially of women, which is, and it's really women, women posting content online and the harassment that they get is horrific. Right. Okay? It, 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 is, it is bad. It's scary, okay? The problem is that, can you really go after these people and block them? Can you really take action against these people? Is there a way that the companies are doing to find who these people are and block them? No, they'll just go and like you whack them all one account. They'll create another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. You know who the fuck cares? See, here's here's the thing with and all. They'll keep doing it over and over, right. and not just that. They'll create an army of bots and fucking attack them. Listen, look at the shit that they were doing with that they've shown that they were doing to Angela of uh, Angela Merkel, not Merkel, Meghan Markle, right? Merkel and Meghan Markle look very different, man. They're creating armies of bots, disseminating insults to yep, attack yep. and harass these people oh, with okay. entire armies of bots. Agreed completely. Here's my, fi- my, my fundamental concern on all of this. I agree that there are significant problems here and they need to figure out a solution to it. But I worry that they're, when trying to solve it through either a new law or through the courts interpreting the law, the difference between something that actually helps and something that has so much collateral damage, it causes problems is a very small difference. Wait, wait, let me, let me finish my thought is a very small difference. And someone knowledgeable who knew what they were doing has a chance of navigating that properly and doing something good. But we're talking about Congress or we're talking about the Supreme but, Court but, and they have yeah, a you're really, talking about two really different things. Yeah. Yeah. No, but wait, well, well but, hell, I, they wrote this shit. Well, yeah. In the first place. Right. But like, I just have the example of like the, what was it? SEPTA and FOSTA or whatever on that, that was trying to protect from sex trafficking or whatever. And the actual result of it is take a lot of sex workers and throw them back out on the street where they're more likely to get hurt, more likely to have disease, more likely to all kinds of things. But here's what we're doing with this. this, I'm not talking about writing new legislation. I'm talking about the information services. Hey, you know what? You just can't act like you are not a fucking publisher because you are right now. And, 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 you know, if depending on how it's done, I think if it's done carefully and with a light touch and narrowly, like with a Supreme court opinion that was well measured, you could have good results. What I worry about is either the Supreme court 
or more like it's Supreme Court right now or Congress at some time in the future, um, doing something ham-handed and stupid, intending to solve this problem, listen, but actually making it. Listen, we can't, we can't pass a fucking debt limit increase. Forget about passing yeah, legislation. Con- Congress, I, that's why I said Congress you know, in the future. Right now, yeah, yeah. the imminent thing is Supreme no, Court. Uh, and it, it, and, uh, and uh, I have but, my confidence level. Like I said, my prediction is the court will do something. Whatever they do here, they will make it very, very narrow. Either it'll be exactly like it is now, or they'll make a minor adjustment. I don't think they're going to do something big and heavy, but I do worry that you have a bunch of people who don't know what they're doing, don't don't understand the tech, don't understand the industry. And so the likelihood of them fucking something up while trying to fix it is high. Here's the one thing. The thing is that I'm not asking for somebody to write any motherfucking religion. I know you're you're asking. All I'm saying is strike this. And and here's what here's what I think that will happen. The thing is that companies will have to start actually, you know, going back and saying, hmm, you know what? We need to know who the hell our users are. And we need to be able to really, you know, authenticate them and not allow them to just create bot accounts out for bot accounts for, for, for you know, w- without that. And we need to actually vet what the fuck is the content that is going out there. Now, you say the small providers. Here's what I think that winds up with these things. I think that if, if you make it that this happens, even for the small providers, you know what you, what's going what's gonna to wind up happening is that somebody's going to create on authentication and vetting service for, for smaller providers. What they're going to say, hey, oh, you want to run your site? I'll charge you 50 bucks and you, you're your service or whatever. Because you're a small user. They're not going to be having to filter through thousands of messages. But hey, we'll give you the tools. We'll give you the authentication. We'll give you this. You, you created us a fucking service and people add it. I do believe that if you throw the you if you put the, the problem back the, the problem is to do them. to do it at any non-trivial scale is extremely expensive. And if say you're running a non-profit, I I, it, I, I, it, I it disagree. It massively no, change. I don't agree. I disagree entirely. I think that you can do it cheaply, and I think that the solutions are easy to design that do it for smaller users. And I think I'm not talking about the out of I'm not, fear I'm not talking about cost. The, I'm not talking about the authentication piece. I'm talking about the moderation piece. The moderation piece as well. I'm sorry. I think this is more out of fear than cost. I, I don't know. Because e- even when you I, 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 oh, I, I listen, the small sites, how many messages do they really get? Aren't they really sifting through thousands and ten thousands a minute? Some, no. So some of these sites like the 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 biggest Mastodon site right now has what like a hundred thousand people on it now. Yeah, but they're thousand? not doing. Yeah, but but there's the difference with this. They're not doing publishing. They're not doing algorithmic. They're not doing any of these things. I, and th- now this what they is, don't wait, wait. have, this, what they don't have, what they, what they, what they don't have is authentication, which is a different issue. No, but but, but here here's the they're thing. not doing the part I, I of have, being a publisher. I have no confidence that if you took out this rule, they would not be deemed publishers because they actually do do moderation. They do moderation right now. They have rules. They have people that are sitting but, there but re- reading the content that, that and pulling is a sec- it down. There's a, sec- a second section related to moderation but and here, what the hell that is. Here's the thing. It's just, it's just because, my degree of- the modera- I- By the way, the moderation part is separate in the in, in this from the part whether you're a publisher. All, all, I'm saying, are- all I'm saying is I don't have confidence 
that if the court tried to fix this, they would pop, they would properly draw the line between people who are doing heavy-handed algorithmic content selection. And here's what I'm telling the people right now: that what we have right now is a shit show. Everybody's trying to tell me, oh, well, I'm trying to defend these comment sections or whatever. They're useless. Yeah, but Wikipedia is last, not useless. No. Uh, the yeah, but, the but, Mastodon but kind of things are not, not useless. You know, okay, but I'm sorry. It, it, listen, Wikipedia is different than having open uh, open comment sections. And the fix for Wikipedia is different from for that. And once again, once again, it depends on, on, on the whole thing about being a publisher or not. Wikipedia are paid, you know, the, the whole thing is how to, you know, even Wikipedia has moderation and controls right well, now. Y- yes. It, it exists. That, well, which le- so, lends so to the I argument don't know, that why the hell publisher too. Yeah, but, but, but they have moderation. Yes. They, they do, do have content. They do have trackability. They have all of that shit. So the whole thing that Wikipedia is worried about it when they actually have all that shit is 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 ridiculous. They they are worried about the scenario that if something goes up on their page, like let let's say somebody edits the page for some celebrity to be completely libelous, and it stays up for a few hours or a few days before somebody fixes it because the, the liability there is is not because something bad happens. The liability exists if you don't have the proper controls to try to you know it's not you know it's like hey I built a gate. I did due diligence. That the that that in the face of the law, and you oh you had processes and you had due diligence, and somebody broke in. Well, you're not liable. Now you were negligent. You had nothing. You did no procedures. You didn't do anything. That's what makes you liable. And the problem is that everybody gets scared. It's like, well, what if somebody gets through? Well, well in the face of the law, you're not liable just because somebody well, gets the, through. The question, what you're liable is because of the negligence if you didn't even try to stop them from right, right, right. It, but then you the, put I, no processes in. No, and that, so that, don't uh, equate the same shit. You well, do the, the <laughs> same mistake as everybody's doing. It's the, not the same thing. The, that if somebody, the question the, 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 uh, is uh, not liable if somebody goes in, gets around their moderation, and posts something that is libelous. The question if they had a process uh, uh, that they could show. Let the question the question that they are worried about specifically like even first of all there's the question of well how m- were your protections good enough and they would that potentially has to be educated adjudicated but that what they're also worried about is just having to potentially go to court way, to it's deal not with good it. enough is there, were they reasonable well, yeah, did right. you take reasonable were, steps were, were they did enough? you show them did you yes, document yes. them were they enough to count as reasonable were they were they sufficient but what what companies companies what nonprofits like wikipedia and others are worried about is that right now if somebody tries to bring them to court for that they can just say Section 230 or what? With 320? 320. Uh, it doesn't even apply. Get it tossed out of court immediately. If they have to go into a phase where they have to show their due diligence and show their procedures and whatever, 230, 230. If, you, if they have to go to a section where 
if they have to go to the next step, Sam, where they but this to, is what happens. You know what? If they win the first case, guess then what? Then nobody happens? goes after them again. Yes, exactly. But, but so this but is small, again this small, is the fear but, of the unknown. Yes. Well, small places are worried that they won't be able to afford to do it even once, and that people are worried that people will be scared away from even trying. Because again, I that, think that everybody. You know what? They uh, are uh, all uh, acting like every big business does, even yes. the small ones. I like, don't my, want any liability for anything my, because that's what they want. My, I want no liability. Hey, I want to open a store and I know it's got knives all over the place and whatever people go walk into them. But hey, I don't want to be liable if somebody goes and cuts himself with one. So here, here's, here's the thing. It, it, I, it, I, I Again, I fundamentally agree with you that it is possible to do this in such a way that is fair provides the requirements necessary on the big players without significantly negatively impacting small players or even discouraging small players from entering the field. I believe that is possible to do. I just have no faith that our government, either the courts or the uh, executive or the Congress, can do this right. I feel like whatever they try to do, they'll fuck up. I I think problem is that everybody is making this way too complicated in their head and expecting legislation to fix this. And it goes back to exactly the case of what you said. It will go back to court. And how does it go back to court? It goes back to trial because somebody will have to be the guinea pig to go back to trial and to figure out what the hell is reasonable protections and whether you took them and you know what and how you document them. And if you do so, then you are protected. But if you are fucking negligent then yes you will be you will be liable the problem right now is that nobody is liable and i think what you're describing is a reasonable result and i'm hoping and and i predicted that the court when they examine this case will make a very narrow ruling that won't won't really have a significant effect other and maybe it'll have a small positive effect i don't know i think i think it's definitely possible it's just the the concern is this concern you always have, which is they try to make it better and they accidentally fuck it up. I I think my whole thing is that everybody's just worried about strict liability on this. And I just don't get it. Why? Just you you go to that and it is what it is. And I'm like, you know, that that shouldn't, you know, if you're conducting business in a reasonable manner and, and you're taking precautions that you can show, I don't see how, you know, it it, it, it goes to every business that we do. And I'm like, man, I would really like to do business in every other business I do by having a law that basically allows me to say, "Ah, I'm not liable. Fuck it. I don't have to worry because that's what this law does. And and, and it's ridiculous. It, It is truly way, way too much on the side of business. Okay. And, and, and by the way, I've said for years that, we are in absolute agreement that if they're like, if you are acting as a dumb pipe, then maybe all maybe that lack of liability is completely reasonable. We don't want right. the phone company responsible for what you say on the phone when you call your grandmother. Okay, exactly. But if you are applying any editorial influence, if you're doing moderation, if you're doing algorithmic sorting, if you are deciding what to promote and what not to re- promote, hell, you know, e- even if you're doing these sort of 
automatic sifting for illegal content. Uh, if you are influencing what gets shown, then yes, you are indeed acting as a publisher. And I agree that fundamentally you should be held responsible if you do that badly. Yeah. I, I mean, we're, we are in agreement there. The only disagreement that I think we have is whether or not the actual processes in place can successfully do that without fucking other shit up. But, you know, I, I think maybe I'm just at the point that I'm so fed up that I'd rather do something that just sit, sit on my hands and do nothing. Mm. And if it takes like removing what is what I, I, I let's be clear. I don't, you know, I think that flat out, I, I don't, I don't know how anybody can argue that that legal protection is way too one-sided. I mean, fundamentally, that law was passed at a time where we were talking about dumb pipes. Correct. And we're not yep. talking about dumb pipes anymore. No, they're not. You That's know, the problem. Of all of these places that we're talking about, all the social media, um, even like, you know. When they were doing that, they were Google, talking about it. They, they were trying to do this to protect ISPs. Yes. And, you know, we're talking about social media, we're talking about Google, we're talking about other places, and they are absolutely positively not acting as dumb pipes. They are very explicitly, as a core part of their business model, making decisions on what the best thing to show you is. Yes. And that's editorial, and that's publishing. Yes. And, you know, could you have a return to more dumb pipe services if something like this went in place? Maybe, but I'm not convinced that's a bad thing either. Like you said, the difference between Twitter with its algorithms and Mastodon just showing you your most recent stuff, that's not a necessarily a bad thing. I mean, although people no. are bitching about it on Mastodon and some people being, it's hard to find stuff. Whatever. Oh God, Jesus Christ. People fucking people. Jesus Christ. I'm like, my God. Okay. Okay. Bunch of pansies. Uh, are we done with this topic, Yvonne? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we should have taken a break after the first two topics instead of going four without a break, but let's take a break. Oh, let's take a break. And but... then come back with two more topics, not four more. I unless you happen to bring up a topic that takes five minutes, but I kind of doubt that, you know, so. Oh, well, we'll, maybe. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Or maybe I will. I don't know. Okay. We'll be back after this. You're supposed to say do, do, do. Do, 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 Alex Amzala. Alex Amzala is awesome. Its videos are fun. And today, once again, we have one of our most loyal subscribers here to tell you how awesome Alex Amzala is. I'd say on a rate from 1 to 10, Alex Amzala is awesome at, I don't know, 37 82. He's pretty radical. His videos are phenomenal. They're full of creativity. And they're, and they're so funny and exciting to watch. Wow, what happened to your voice then, Amy? Was that dad pretending to be you because the audio was distorted when it really wasn't because I told him to? Yes! Good job on remembering, dad. Do, do, do. Okay, here we are. And, you know, I was thinking about, since we just, I had that little aside about Mastodon, talking more about RSS readers and Mastodon and stuff. Yeah. Like, nah, save that for another time. 
Uh, what I want to go with for right now is, is Google and Microsoft and the AI ish, uh, AI, AI initiatives they oh. announced and the whole <laughs> AI general AI crap. AI. It's all AI, Sam. It's all ball bearings nowadays. <laughs> um, I I just feel like the rush into all of this is just. Oh my God, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> like, I understand that this is a very, all of this stuff is interesting technology and it's going to get better over time. We've, we've talked, we talked about chat GPT a few months ago and we talked about the, the AIs that are doing images and video and stuff. And they, they have all advanced a huge amount in the last couple of years, a huge amount, but they still suck. You know, and specific. I mean, this is not smart AI. And, and specifically, okay? the, the, the key. The key is exactly they are not smart. They are making something that sounds good, but what they have not. Th these models aren't even intended to try to figure out what's true or not. And we That's are talking correct. about search engines inserting the results <laughs> into what you get when you search. And right now, like Google. When they announced their initiative, produced an ad with an example of this with some kid asking about what the James Webb Space Telescope had discovered, and the answers were wrong. On the <laughs> ad, on the ad, the answers were wrong. They'd said well, they didn't have time, you know, they didn't have time for anything else. So we're like, ah, we'll just go with whatever. And, you know, hey, it sounds authoritative, right? Uh, yeah, it said it's the answer sound. The, the answers sound authoritative. Yeah, but like they said things, they said the J, JWST did things it didn't do at all. It was just not true. On the ad that Google produced to show how cool this technology was. But hey, hey, it was natural. It sounded like they know what they're talking about. It sounds like these guys that show up to meetings all the time. You know, I, I still never forget about this one guy that we had at uh, that that was uh I, I will not name names that but that was uh an executive at Hewlett Packard. And uh he, he was sitting at a we were sitting at a conference room table in Brazil. He was on one side uh with our our country manager, you know, our, our managing director on the other side asking questions about the sales forecast. And he is looking at his computer, okay? And he is, oh no, because we're gonna do this, this, and he's using his finger and he's like reading off like stuff on his screen, um, you know, as, as he's saying this authoritatively, you know, oh, we're going to do this and this. And somebody from the other side texted me and intimated to me and said, hey, uh, his computer, his display is off. There's nothing on his screen. <laughs> but he sounded authoritative. Y you know, you know, he was reading it, but the display was off. There's some, somebody referred to this as automated mansplaining. Yes. <laughs> brilliant you, you know like we need it we really needed this i i you know honestly to me like this stuff seems desperate like it is cool technology <laughs> but like putting it front and set like and also people have pointed out google and other searches the quality has been declining quite a bit in recent years as well in terms of being able to quickly find real good quality content because people have been using people have been trying to game those systems so much that half the shit you get at the top is SEO bullshit. 
as opposed to actual authoritative sources that make any sense. Now, sometimes you can still get the good stuff, depending on what you're searching, but there's a lot of crap out there. And it's because there's a lot of crap on the internet. And, you know, the search engines are having a hard time differentiating. Wait, wait, wait. Hold, hold, yes? hold, hold, hold. Yes. You mean to tell me that there's a lot of crap on the internet? <laughs> Shit. You're, no way. Get out of here. Come on. No what, one would never guess. One would never wow. guess. Uh, and, and we're getting back to the days where you start figuring out a few places that you kind of trust. And those are the places you go to. And you don't start at a, cert, a big search engine. Like, you know, certain kinds of things you go to Wikipedia to look for. You look, you know, certain kinds of things uh, you, you, you go to, oh, what's it called? What's the called place with all the code stuff? Anyway, there, there are certain websites that specialize in certain stuff that you know you can sort of go there and get good material. For news stuff, they're your major news sites, blah, 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 that have a reputation. But, you know... If, if just going straight to your search engine is getting to be more and more potluck. And the thing is, and, and don't get me wrong, I still regularly use search engines. I mean, my search engine of choice for years has been DuckDuckGo, uh, which is basically a wrapper on top of Bing, but without sort of the personalization. Um, it, it, but it's it's getting to be less of the first place you go. Uh, and here's the thing though, adding this AI shit to the top of it is not going to make it better. It's going to make it worse. Well, but it, it's, it'll sound better. You know, I just, I, I mean, and we, we've heard, and over the last few weeks, like people have been giving up on their VR initiatives. I don't know where meta is going to go, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so I guess this is the hot new thing. I, I think you mentioned on the Curmudgeon's Corner Slack, this is the new crypto, or maybe Bob did. Yes. Somebody did. On yeah, the, no, I did. I did. I don't mean it that it's a scam. I, I, I meant that in like, all the, hot the, new the shiny new object that everybody's like, oh, look, AI, put all the money there. Go, go, go. Yeah, pe- people compared this to 3D TV, to VR. Um, to crypto, I, I don't think the 3D TV was ever that 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 you know that no, nobody piled as much money into well, no, but it was it was the thing that for several years they really tried to make it happen and it never did. did. You ever get a 3D TV? No, I, I did not either. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah. I I just you know. And I know it's the shiny new thing, and I know everybody wants to pile into it. But like, if you if you were Google, I would hope that instead, what they double down on is trying to figure out how to purge all the crap, so that what was <laughs> left in the search was actually decent. Like, I don't know, it's it just maybe a wild thought. Um, and I know it's hard to tell the difference, but they like hard problems, right? You know, and well, whatever happened, you know, I still remember, and, and this was such a long time ago now that I think about it. You remember when they had like IBM had Watson yeah. go and like play Jeopardy and yes. it beat, you know, and it and it, and it like did really well? Yes. Y- you know, now IBM's AI efforts at whatever, I, I don't know, any of that, all of that shit. I mean, IBM has been sliding into 
I, I mean, they have been sliding as a company into obscurity significantly. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, they they really are not being talked about as a leader in any of this stuff when they used to be. And I, I'm just curious. It's like, I mean, that seemed to be like, okay, that's what you wanted, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you wanted to be able to ask it questions and to have the correct answers to those fucking questions. Well, well, see the okay. thing. The thing is, it's it's the same. It, it is very. It's not the same technology. The new technology is developed further. But the problem is, if you give it a wider range of information to judge on, like if you if you trained Watson on the entire internet, it would get things wrong all the time. The, Correct. The trick is right. you train it on a constraint. This is the same thing we were talking about. A, about the ML algorithms to for predictive policing and stuff. If right. you if you feed it a biased data set or a data set that is often incorrect, it's going to be incorrect too. You know, and yeah. and if you don't have something built into it, if you don't have something built into it to try to figure out meaning and truth or falsehood. But the thing is, these large language models that we're talking about at both Microsoft and Google um, and other places uh, uh, that are doing similar things is that these models aren't at all trying to figure out that problem of what's true. They By the way, tr- I know we haven't heard from IBM about this, but I just went to their Watson webpage. Yep. They have a lot of content, by the yeah. way. But here, here, here there it. is... They've been doing stuff. It, it, here's an interesting thing about one of the things that they've been doing on this. And they've been working on this for a long time. Uh, they have an entire section on AI governance, specifically. And look at the areas of AI governance. Operationalize AI governance. Trace and document origins of data, models, and associated data. Manage risk with uh-huh. responsible AI. Okay? Well, so, yeah. you know, and, and, and here's the thing. Like with Google, they had a whole team doing that. They ended up firing one of the most prominent people in it because she was calling out problems with these large language models in terms of bias and other issues. Because, and this is the problem, you know, are there ways that you could do this responsibly? Yes, probably. These companies aren't being responsible. It's difficult. It's difficult. It's It's very difficult. It's It's the same fucking problem with why it's a, yeah, and it's the same shit talking about, you know, in the previous thing talking about 230 is it possible yes but everybody's like oh my god it's difficult it's hard it's slowing down yes indeed yeah and, and so doing shit responsibly is hard <laughs> surprise you know surprise, surprise. um and and again what i was saying about the large language models before they're not interested in truth that's not what they do they are trying to basically predict based on what they see in the wild in their training data of if you ask for something like this, what's a likely kind of answer based on what they've seen before. And they're getting very good at that. And they're getting good at pushing out language that sounds like what it's supposed to sound, whether it's an encyclopedia article or a letter or a song or a poem. They're get These things are remarkable. Like I played around with it some. Uh, it's actually pretty cool. Uh, but they're not trying to figure out what's true. Right. And, and, and I'm sure somebody, I hope somebody's working on that. 
you know, it basically the same kind of logic you would expect from a human being trying to figure out something in terms of, okay, I have used these five sources. Let me research those sources and see which are reliable and which have, you know, a history of accuracy and other people seem to like and blah, 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 and try to figure that out. Now, of course, if you are limited to only what you can find by Googling and you are susceptible to people spamming that and trying to convince you that this source is good, but it really isn't, that's tricky. It is tricky. Like, you know, at some point, and this is true of humans too, you kind of have to figure out which sources are trustworthy and which ones are not. And if you do that incorrectly, you're going to end up thinking that QAnon is right about everything. You know? Yeah. And Democrats eat babies. They don't. Not most of them. Okay. You know. Eating but, a baby. I, I don't you know. Eating a baby. I mean, how comes up with this stuff? It's a baby. I can't imagine they're even that tasty. No. I mean, hey. Anyway. anyway. Uh, um, yes. Uh <clears throat> And and I wonder, you know, people have talked, I keep coming back to this sort of the expectation of exponential growth forever. And is all of this flailing fundamentally come back down to that? And at some point, some of these companies should be like, hey, we're a mature business now. We're, let's aim at stability rather than growth. I don't know. Crazy, ah, crazy thoughts. What are you? What, what, what kind? Okay, what are you? A fucking communist? What the hell is the matter with you? <laughs> but or even like, you know, if you're thinking long term rather than quarter to quarter, then somebody like Google could be like, "Hey, our core product is search. Let's you know, it, let's fuck the AI that makes it worse, and let's try to make our search better." And I know they've got people who are I trying remember, to. I, I know Google, they have people who are trying to do that. They have to have, but they have to have whole teams doing it. But that's not where they're concentrating, and it's like they're they're chasing phantoms of the next big huge thing and letting their core product go to shit because of it. Uh, d- doesn't. Uh, aren't Google shares where uh, the the founders have super voting um, uh, rights? I think so. It's one of those ones that has the... Yes. Yeah, they do. The action preserved a majority control of founders Larry Page and Sergey Brin. So, you know, so... Um, so, yeah, I mean... You know, if Larry and Sergey wanted to do that and not you know, be chasing, you know, after this shit. I, but I, I think more, it, I, I think this was more a prestige thing than anything else. Mm-hmm. I well, think they, well, they just go- didn't go- want to be go- seen. Google had a reputation of being one of the top, they, they were doing lots of cool stuff with AI. Yes. And their, their Google translate has like made leaps and bounds over what translate was doing years ago there. They were publishing papers left and right. There's all kinds of cool AI stuff they were doing. And this seemed like somebody was beating them to the punch on something. And so they're reacting to it, but this is the wrong way to react to it. There, there are cool things you could do with AI other than 
Let's so 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 basically. Well, well, Google Google so far they're just announced another chatbot, right? They're not saying they're putting uh, this new chatbot right on the front page of Google like Bing is doing. Bing is putting this right on the front of their results. So uh, with limits, okay, separated from their main search. Yes. So so you're saying that Google's like brilliant plan of like doing a demo video. Do we still call it tape? No, not so, uh, people do. There's people still call it tape. Yes. What? I still hear it. Yeah, I still, still hear it. I still hear it even occasionally it's, from it's, young people. Yeah. But no. Yeah, yeah. They say tape. So uh, demo tape. Okay, uh, uh, that basically shows that spewing all authoritative wrong answers isn't is it the right move. And actually, I think the stock market did, wasn't too impressed. It, it like tanked like eight percent or something after. Yes. That. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody was nobody was impressed by that. You know, so. all they had to do was assign a <laughs> single human being who had any knowledge whatsoever. Oh no, forget that had any knowledge. They could have assigned a single human being to Google what they were saying <laughs> and see if it was correct before they put out yeah. the fucking ad. Look, man, can I just say something that still to this day, it still baffles me. How about how many people ask me questions on a regular basis that they could just fucking Google? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That happened. Yes. I mean, it's like, oh, I don't know how to do this or whatever. Fuck. Just look here. Here. This is where they have it here. I didn't know it. I just fucking typed it into the goddamn search box. Uh, what, what was that? Let's that website. Let me Google that for you.com or whatever. It was. <laughs> yeah. That, that sends like people a little animation of you going to Google and typing in the search result. <laughs> I did not know about that. website. Wait, let, 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 I, let me try to let find it this. to see if, that, <laughs> if I got it right. Let me Google that for you link. It, it is Google that for you. And there are actually a couple limitations now. Google that for you.com and let me Google that.com. Fuck. I, yeah, I need this because this is like one of the things. My One of my pet peeves is like, damn it. Could you, you know, could you, could you just fucking, you know, Google it. So l- let me, let me, uh, let me share. Like, yeah, go to Google that for you.com and, Google. you know, Google the term you want. And then it will give you a link that will be an animation that pretends to be going to Google, typing it in and hitting the search button and then come up and then it'll redirect you to Google with the results. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, Okay. Okay. So here we go. Uh, Okay. So here. Ah, there we go. And it actually, it, it looks like it sends you to a, it, it not actual Google, at least that one doesn't, but it does the animation and then the results. And I have, I presume the I got other one, one. Well, no, I got google.private.com. Yeah. Gprivate.com or something. Like I said, it's not real Google, but anyway, uh, it, it gets you that point. Close enough. Yeah. And let me Google that looks like it's exactly, it's a clone. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, but the, I mean, it just, just anyway, on stupid stuff. So, yay. Um, this is an AI. 
<laughs> this is AI. Uh, well, no. No? Oh, okay. Yeah, anyway, anyway, anyway. I think they're... I, I worry that they're... This is, again, a situation where... And I'm not going to do this whole topic, but Cory Doctorow did an essay a little while ago that describes this phenomena that you and I have talked about on this show for decades. Uh, we, talk, we talked about it about email. We talked... You know, th- this process where something that's good gradually gets fucked up by the various processes. You know, we've talked about it about Twitter. We've talked about it about, we're now talking about Google. Uh, in the past, we've talked about email, other things. But Cory Doctorow gave it a name, in shitification, uh, which is basically, which is basically the process whereby something that is cool and good and useful, as it goes through the corporate cycle of control, gradually gets fucked up and everything that was good about it gets ruined over the course okay, of time. Can I, can I, okay, so Sam wrote this in our list of topics and I for quite a while thought that it it had to do something with ethnic cleansing. <laughs> I kept reading ethnification of like did some ethnic what what do we have something no so it's and shitty and say that again in shitification uh so it's not ethnic cleansing yeah and and it should the- be a subject that i'm joking up about i'm just you know i'm not joking about that being a subject i'm just joking about my misreading of that that was a quite a right. very different read so if if you want to so th- th- there's this thing i think i mentioned talked about the subject about getting old at some yes. point i don't know so so uh, let, let me let me let me give the reference since i mentioned it uh it's been republished in other places but originally it was on cory doctorow's site which is pluralistic.net it was published on january 21st, I believe. Um, anyway, the, the title um, was TikToks in Shitification. And it was specifically talking about TikTok, but also referenced a whole bunch of companies, including uh, some that, you know, one of us here might work for. Um, but the, the first paragraph is this. Here is how platforms die. First, they are good to their users. then. They abuse their users to make things better for their business customers. Finally, they abuse those business customers to claw back all the value for themselves. <laughs> then they die. And it, 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 it's a very good article. It's it's kind of it's kind of on the long side, but it's 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 really good. It goes through a bunch of examples. Um, it it references the the um, what was that other article anyway read, read that one it was it was good um and it describes a lot of what we're talking about <laughs> with with companies that like end up cannibalizing their core product and because they're trying to do whatever and it sucks anyway ai ai <laughs> ai <laughs> yes let's let's do that well you know the one thing i could say if ai saves us from more attempts to do like 
metaverse crap, then maybe that's okay. <laughs> I don't know which one I hate more. <laughs> uh, oh, the other article it references, by the way, which is also really good, um, and you'll find a link to it in the first one I mentioned, is by Kat Valenti, uh, who published this on um, on her substack on December 22nd. Uh, that title was Stop Talking to Each Other and Start Buying Things. Three Decades of Survival in the Desert of Social Media. Also a very good article. I will recommend both of those. And oh, hey, I know at the end I will, I will mention this, but I I, yeah, I mentioned last week I'm moving all this shit from Twitter to um, uh, the Mastodon. I set up an actual Curmudgeon's Corner Mastodon. I will toot both of these links from our Mastodon account. It's, you know, ah. uh, it's curmudgeon. It, it's at curmudgeon's corner at newsy.social. There you go. But it's on our, it's on our curmudgeon's corner website, a link to it. So anyway, both of these articles were good. I will, I will toot links to them when I, when I publish this episode. There we go. Um, okay. That's enough of that topic. Uh, one more topic for you and then we're done, Yvonne. One more topic for me. Uh, shooting balloons. Okay, so so we shot, I, I don't know, we keep shooting balloons. Balloons, yeah. I, I talked some about the balloon last week, um, but... I haven't been shot down yet last week. Yeah, right? I, no. well, I when I, it was published while it published, it was published. The balloon was shot down while I was editing the episode. Um, actually, no, it was record. It was shot down while I was recording the episode and I, made, ah. no I made note of the fact that it had been shot down, but so what has happened since then? There's been some back and forth about it since it was shot. Well, it, here are things that we know. Okay. One thing is that apparently there's a lot of these damn balloons that the Chinese have been using. <laughs> yes. Apparently there's. Yeah, at least two more we've found out about since this one, and a couple that apparently happened during the Trump, or three that happened during the Trump administration that weren't properly identified as balloons at the time. Yeah, um, so there's been a, a, a number of these like going around, and that's just over the U.S., but apparently the, the Chinese have a whole fucking fleet of these going around the world. Yeah, seems that way. Uh, and uh, that... As more information has come out, this entire like benign like explanation for it seems just to be absolutely uh, they're bullshit. They're, they're they're just weather balloons. Yeah, they're yeah. It, it just seems to be absolutely bullshit. Um. So uh. And then so and then I don't know today. Um. I don't know. I guess we're you know. We're trying to get target practice for the F-22s. I mean, we haven't really used them for, for anything, thank God. Okay, not not that I, you know, not that I was, like, looking for action for the F-22s. Uh, but so, so we want to spend lots of money on expensive missiles shooting down balloons. Yeah, well, at least we're using, well, well to be fair, we're using Sidewinder missiles. Mm -hmm. Those are pretty old. I mean, old, well. I say that it, it's it's they're not old. I mean they've they've refined that design quite a lot over over over, 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 over years, but it's not you know the most expensive. It's not the most expensive up in an armament. But hey, we're getting the F twenty twos up to go. Like hey, look at that! Look, we shut down a balloon. We used a uh, an aircraft worth two billion dollars for it. 
there there were good videos of the balloon being shot down by thousands yeah. of people with their cell phones pointing yeah. up at the thing. And then we we got some officially released close pictures of the wreckage. Um uh, apparently I saw on TikTok at least one person who'd found some wreckage on the beach and called up the defense department or whatever. And they said, you know, hold it in your garage until we get there to pick it up. That's cool. But now we shot down something else over Alaska. Yeah. I heard that. Now they haven't like said what the hell it is. Right. So um, I speculated under Curmudgeon's Corner Slack that it must be Santa heading to Florida for vacation. Yes, of course. And, you know, we just shot. So basically we shot Santa out of disguise. I would, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, and, well, that, and that, look, my, that, my that rant be... last week was basically that, okay, I, I'm not saying that this is nothing. This is clearly something we have to pay some attention to, but the amount of people sort of completely flipping out about this last week was way overblown. It was way out of control, you know, because even the administration has been saying, calm down, guys. Like, first of all, everybody spies. <laughs> and yes, yes. We, we And we have... Yeah, we 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 had our eyes on this. We did some jamming. We did some blocking. We don't think it made any significant intelligent different intelligence difference. Blah blah blah. Although even if it did, they'd probably say the same thing, I guess. But you know, it, it just seemed like the hype over this last week was way out of proportion to the actual problem. And it seems like this is the kind of scenario where. Given you've got two superpowers, you want to sort of not escalate unnecessarily. At the same time, you can't do nothing. And and the problem, this the fundamental problem, is that this thing was low enough this time that, that people on the ground were all noticing. You know, yeah, exactly. apparently some of these, uh, this was at like 60,000 feet. And apparently a lot of the times they're more like a hundred thousand feet. So, but, but not just that, but they, that, that the last couple that I, what I was reading was that they had been over us airspace for a very brief amount of time. Right. And this one basically was like doing a total cruise. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you have to protest. You probably have to shoot the stupid thing down. But you like, have to shoot the stupid thing down. Look, uh, look, you have to show the stupid, uh, shot the stupid yeah. thing down in large part because, because really is to give the finger to she a little bit it, it, in simple reasons because you have to. Because if we did the same thing, can you imagine the uproar from the Chinese? I mean, come on. We yes. set Nancy Pelosi to Taiwan for God's sakes. They were threatening war. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, they literally were threatening war. Yeah. I mean, it's just. And I think the administration has actually tried to be somewhat measured about it. It's not the administration that's been trying to make it bigger. I mean, the media had a field day because of course they did. How can this is this is a fun story, right? <laughs> yes. uh, the Republicans had a field day because they're like, hey, oh, this is wow. an opportunity to yell at Biden for not being aggressive enough. He waited to shoot it down instead of shooting it down as soon as they knew about it, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's it just, I don't know. I, I felt it was extremely overblown, but again, you can't not do anything either. I think the administration tried to do, it, it, it's trying to be in the right place on this. It's everybody else that's like, 
even more. I don't know. Now, again, and I said this last week, if this was, if they had a bomb loaded on this thing, whole other story, you know, but, you know, everybody spies. We do it. They do it. They've also, the Chinese have satellites that are covering the same areas. Maybe this could get some signal intelligence that the satellites couldn't. I don't know. But, you know, fundamentally, it sounds like the administration is like, look, guys, we got this under control. I, I don't know. I've I, I, Just extra hype. What? Any other thoughts you have on this side? Uh, you know, I wish maybe that, you know, can't we like spare one of these missiles and like blow up uh Trump force one? <sighs> Yvonne. I don't mean with him on the plane. I mean, I'm not, you know, calling for it to say, I'm just saying, you know, just to blow up his plane. You know, I mean, the, you know. I, I'm not in favor of blowing up his plane or anything, but what I am in favor of now that you've mentioned this, and now that we know yes. that we balloon, no, no. Now that we know that there are balloons that can be directed and blah, blah, blah. I, I, I think Trump himself should dump the plane and switch to a blimp. Oh, there you go. You know, well, that, I, you know, you know, those, uh-huh. that, that balloon they used to have going around about the Trump baby. Sure, sure. They should make sure. a giant one of those, and Trump should actually ride in it from venue to venue during his campaign. Like, I, I think that own the like criticism a idea. and flip the flip the story. You know, flip the script. Flip e- the script. Exactly. So, yeah. Okay. Wow. Are are we done, Mister Bo? If we have to be. Okay. I I have one one thing first. Uh, my gambit with minority report has failed between the time, (laughs) between the time it took me to prep before we started actually recording and one technical glitch we had and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, the movie ended and Alex is up here. Alex, what did you think of minority report? Okay, okay. We 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 don't need it. Thumbs up or okay. thumbs down. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Ah. <laughs> yeah, squeaky thumbs. Uh, okay, okay. Ah. He just put a paper clip on my nose. Or That's not a helpful. not like a little paper clip, one of these big binder clip looking things. Anyway, I guess we're done then. We'll never know what he thought of Minority Report. Um, So, as I said, uh, curmudgeons-corner.com. You'll find all the ways to contact us, including the new Curmudgeons Corner Mastodon account. So it now shows my account, Yvonne's account, and the Curmudgeons Corner account. So please subscribe if you're on Mastodon and or follow, whatever it is. Follow on Mastodon and talk to us there. Um, and like I said, I'll, I'll try to post, like when we talk about links on the show, I'll try to post the links as like, it'll, it, the account will automatically post the new episodes when they come out. But after that comes out, I'll try to also post the links. That sounds like an idea. I don't know what else we'll do with that account. Uh, if somebody talks to us, we'll reply for sure. Uh, both Yvonne and I have the passwords to it. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, anyway, 
Uh, find all the way to, ways to contact us. Uh, also find our archive of old find our archive of old episodes and find of our and find our Patreon, uh, which is where you can give us money because we like money and we deserve money and you should give us all of yours. Is that right? Right. Yes. Correct. Money, money, money. <laughs> yes. Money, money, money. Um, isn't that an ABBA song or something? I don't know about money, money, money. I hate Anyway, um, <laughs> if you contact us and ask nicely, or if you give us two dollars or more on the pa- two dollars a month or more on the Patreon. Oh, which reminds me, by the way, Bob increased his Patreon contribution this week. So thank you, Bob, for increasing your contribution. We really appreciate it. Woo! Yes! Oh, I, sh- I should look up what we're supposed to actually give you. Is that, is that going is that, is that to allow me to fuel up by our private jet? Uh, no. No. Shit. <laughs> let, 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 let me actually check something real quick. I have to, I have to check. Hold on. Uh-huh. Hold on. Uh-huh. You know this. This is this is vital. Um, <laughs> vital, indeed. Vital, vital, vital stuff. Okay. Um, we will have we will have to do this next week because at Bob's new level, he deserves yes. not just being mentioned on the show, but we are supposed to ring a bell. And cheer oh. extra for him, but I, I I don't have my I don't have bells handy anymore. I, it's been so long since we've had a bell ringer. Yet you are not a bell. Anyway, we for next week we will locate a bell and we will ring a bell Hold for on. Bob. Anyway, um, at two dollars a month or more, or if you ask us nicely by contacting us on Mastodon or any of those other ways, we will invite you to our Comedians Corner Slack where Yvonne and I and Bob and others are talking and sharing links throughout the week. So to end this off, Yvonne, what is one thing from the Comedians Corner Slack this week that we talked about on there, but we have not talked about on the show? Wait. You have not allowed. Yvonne has a bell. How's that? Uh, that that was pretty good. I mean, I think we can still do better, but that was that was excellent. Where'd you find a bell? Okay. I, I I I I I I must admit I, that was uh, digitally enhanced. Ah, oh, cheater! Uh, sorry, that's all I could do. Best anyway, I got right. Anyway, give us the one thing from the Slack that you want uh, to highlight this week. One thing from the Slack. Um, yeah, you know, we didn't mention there was a massive earthquake in Turkey. It's terrible. Oh, it's all yes, yes. I, I mean, I don't know how much we could actually say about it, or just that it's terrible. Just that it's terrible. Yeah, it's just god awful. I mean, this is so. But but anyway, not much we can do about it. I'm I mean, sure. there as we're recording, um, we're at twenty two or twenty three thousand people dead. Many many more people homeless. Many many more people who had somebody in their family die. Um, 
etc. It's it, it's it's horrible. Lots of people so, homeless. Lots of people dead, etc. They're still pulling people out of the wreckage as we're recording, and it's been a number of days. Yeah, yeah, still, yeah. still people people alive as of earlier today that were still being rescued, and we're we're getting close to the limit where people usually don't. Where they usually don't find any more, but as of earlier today, they were still finding people alive. So hopefully, there'll still be more. But a lot, lots of people dead anyway. All right. So my story from the Curmudges Corner. Oh, it wasn't the earthquake. is a story that okay. you. No, it wasn't the earthquake. Okay, we just just talked about the earthquake, but it was a story that Sam shared, but that I had seen. I it, it pretty much quickly when it happened i am I, um, I, I follow a whole bunch of uh boat things okay because i'm i i love boats i mean i've boated all my life i, I don't have a boat now oh yeah for a while but i've but i've uh, yeah yes and so but i've boated for a long time so immediately when this happened they sh- these groups were sharing a video of this um and and basically the video that at first started uh was a boat, which from the image is kind of hard to tell how big the boat was, is about 35, 40 feet, they're, they're saying. Um, and all of a sudden, uh, there, there's a, a Coast Guard rescue swimmer out in the water trying to rescue somebody from the boat. You see somebody trying to get off the boat. And at the moment they're trying to get off the boat, all of a sudden this enormous wave. It just, just I, I mean, look, I've been out in the ocean a lot in my life. I've never seen a wave that big. Like in, in, in you know, in person. I, I don't think I have. Um, and it just hit the boat sideways and just flipped it over like a rag doll. Wow. Um, and I, I it was like, whoa, what the hell? Well, the story was a lot bigger than this. Apparently, the headline from the New York Times, the story that we shared <laughs> on the Slack, was a sea rescue, a stolen boat, and yes, a Goonies angle. Okay, because apparently the boat was stolen. Okay, to start off with that, and the the Coast Guard didn't know this, so they rescued this guy, brought him back, or whatever, set him on land. Okay, you're fine. Okay, off you go. And then they're like, find out, hey guys, that guy stole the boat, and there's a warrant out to arrest him. They didn't know that when they saved him. I thought they no, okay, okay. no, no, they had no clue. No, 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 and they let him go. <laughs> they have any idea. The authorities in Oregon said a capsized boat was stolen by a man who had paid visit to a, a nearby house made famous in the movie The Goonies. The twists continued. Um I you know I don't understand. First of all, I think we all discussed start off with the fact Sam has never seen the Goonies. I have not seen the Goonies. I never have had any interest in seeing the Goonies. I've not watched it. I'm sure it's on my list and and I'll add it again just to be sure. But Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't The rescue Mariner. Jericho Labonte. All I will say is stolen the boat. I just want to say this. I have not seen the Goonies, but somehow in my mind, the Goonies got connected to the gremlins. So I think of gremlins. I know. I think of gremlins whenever somebody says Goonies, but they are not related at all. They except they start with G. Except to start with G. So that's okay. So they're related. Okay. All right. So continue. Uh, Sorry. So here, the rescued mariner Jericho Labonte 
had stolen the boat from a nearby marina in West Mooring Basin in Astoria, according to the police. And a few days before that, he left a dead fish on the steps of The House Made Famous by the 1985 film The Goonies, which follows the fantastical adventures of a group of children following an old treasure man. Mr. Labonte filmed himself dropping the fish off at the house, calling out the movie's signature line, Hey, you guys, and posted it to Facebook. Mr. Labonte was arrested Friday night in Seaside, Oregon, about 17 miles south of Astoria, on charges of theft, endangering another person, unauthorized use of a vehicle, and criminal mischief, the Astoria police said in a statement. But Mr. Labonte, who is originally from British Columbia, was also wanted by Canadian authorities on charges of mischief, criminal harassment, and failure to comply. So, um, you know, so that was like out there, and it was just the the video of the, the if you guys haven't seen it it's just stunning i mean the average wave height there was 20 feet when this was going on at the sea i mean the waves are just ridiculous they they tried to approach the, the 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 boat with another you know rescue boat but it was just the the conditions were just impossible there there was just no way to do a rescue uh out in the ocean um and so uh you know uh, they they went. They sent the diver, and man, you see this boat just roll, you know, going over these waves that were ten foot plus or whatever, and then just this one massive wave just came in and just boom, just just you know, knocked it out. But yeah, apparently this guy, you know, he he stole the boat, um, you know, so probably he didn't know how to handle a boat and just you know took it out there and uh. Wait, he he didn't basically. steal a properly experienced captain along with it. Apparently not. Apparently he forgot about doing that part. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It, well, it, you know, look, I, I it's not the first. Listen, I, I've I've heard a lot of a lot of boat thefts. It, it's the dumbest. I mean, boat th- boat thievery by people that know how to handle boats I, that happens, and you know those people, especially one thing that we've had uh, that I've seen is. Uh, taking boats out to the Bahamas or something, whatever, that have outboard motors to steal the outboard motors. The outboard motors are very expensive. I mean, an outboard motor can run you to a brand new one, like $60,000, $70,000 each. So you take a boat out with a, you know, has two, three outboard motors. I mean, you, 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 you just stole, you know, maybe a few hundred thousand dollars worth of engines. Okay. From, a, from a boat like that. Um, so, so that's something that is, um, that happens and some people just you know they 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 will go and they'll steal a boat and sometimes boats are relatively easy to steal a lot of places they sometimes just leave the leave the keys inside or whatever and don't turn off the the switches to the engines or whatever i i i i used to you know when i left the boat i would go and there were switches to turn off the power to the engines that i would do that i would lock it and take the keys with me okay and not leave them there to try to avoid uh, having that kind of a situation. But but the really scary one is when you get somebody that has no idea how to, you know, navigate a boat and, and steals it. And then they do shit like this. I mean, I've heard of other things where, you know, people have stolen sailboats and they've run them aground and, you know, they've had to be rescued. I mean, because a sailboat is even worse, more difficult to uh, a powerboat. I've seen, I've seen people take boats and, in a marina and then just start crashing into, you know, other boaters just, just start, you know, it's like a, de- a boat demolition derby. Um, yeah. And getting on a boat in order to get this person off, especially in a you know, boats are big, heavy, you know, 
they they hit somebody, they kill somebody pretty easy, you know. Um, so so yeah, it's a very difficult thing. So anyway, okay. so yep, somehow we had, I don't know, somehow that made the cover to New York Times. Nice. So uh, we will end it here. I will say uh, Alex is gone again. And so I feel safe saying, regardless of him not wanting to share, um, I know he liked the movie because he didn't come up here until it was over. Ah. You know. Ah. So because if he'd hated hated the movie, he would have come up here to complain. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So anyway, that's it. Hey, everybody stay safe. Have a good week. And we'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye.